Welcome back to the Roar Podcast. My name is Terrell, and today we have a guest host on. Go ahead. Hey. <laughs> this is Abby Crawford, <laughs> and our special guest today, Professor Sharpless. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, so before we get started, I have a question for everybody. That's so um, earlier today, me and Abby were talking about shepherd's pie and how we make it and how she uses something different than I use. I'm not mm-hmm. going to tell you a secret. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but talk about our favorite foods to make. Favorite food to make. Ooh. Anybody want to go first? I mean, I'll go. I'll go first. Well, wait. You're the cook. I can tell you my favorite food to eat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. A very, All a the different kind. Lobster, barbecue. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love a good lobster mac. Mm-hmm. Lobster mac is really good. There's some good food trucks that have different mac and cheeses around. There are. There are. Oh, yeah, there are. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had um, fried macaroni and cheese balls? How are you going to ask a foodie? (laughs) Of course I have. Is the sunrise risen right now? (laughs) (laughs) You got one? Uh, Well, if you're talking about to cook, I'm I'm on the grill at my house. You're on the grill? Okay. Um, But if you want to buy eating... Mm-hmm. I'm a sushi connoisseur. Ooh. Ooh. Love I like some sushi. sushi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sushi's real good. Yeah, nice. Um <laughs> if, if I if it would be cooking, I guess you could say I love cooking a good I love a good steak. Okay. I love making oh, a good steak. Okay, I can do that love too. Love it. Question. Mm. Degree of doneness. Where are you at in that scale? Because mm. that's going to determine I, my, my my whole okay. judgment on you right now. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. And you're talking to ag people, so thanks, Mark. I am um, uh, medium to medium well. <sighs> the, now, because, um, I mean, I didn't grow up eating red meat. Yeah, true. Okay. It was turkey, fish, chicken, everything else. So I didn't really get to start eating red meat until like high school, mm. college. You saw the and light. I saw the red and I was like, yeah, let me just go this way. So, I I mean, I will eat. Not too rare. Yeah. I'll eat it. I like a good medium. A good medium. Yeah, I think that's good. I'm a solid medium rare to rare. Solid medium rare to rare. I I will tell you this, though. I have a friend of mine who's who's well done and Mm -hmm. I tell him might as well just get beef jerky. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I just eat a hamburger at that point. I used to because the red, same as you, it Mm -hmm. would freak me out. So I'm like, no, medium well or well done, whatever. And then I started getting medium. I'm like, I'll never go back. <laughs> but yes. But if it's to eat, my mom makes this uh, sweet potato casserole. Oh, okay. And it's Let, phenomenal. Let's see. What do you put on top? Oh, marshmallows. <laughs> oh, you are from Pennsylvania. Yeah. What? what? Oh, no. You don't put marshmallows no, on top of sweet potato casserole? No, coconut. Co- coconut what? Like coconut flakes and pecans. Mm. There's all look. There's <laughs> pecans. Yes, coconut flakes. Co- I don't know. You have that, never stop no, it. No. That is no yeah, stop I'm it. Right family now. of southerners, and what? we all use marshmallows. Stop no. it right now. In caramel, marshmallow. What? Uh, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, but no, uh-uh. no, no coconut. Yo. No. Mm-mm. Maybe on the pie. No. If it's sweet potato pie, maybe. You know what? No. That does sound like a good idea, though. I might have to try I'm, that. I'm, I'm going to make y'all. Okay. My family's generational sweet potato pa- uh, right. pie, sweet potato casserole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. What you got for us today? Let's dive in. Okay. So today um, we have 
Professor Sharpless here because we want to highlight um, our agricultural studies department on campus and why it's such a good opportunity for um, students in high school who want to pursue ag. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so let's go ahead and dive into some of these questions. Um, so just to start us off, um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got to Warner, Mr. Sharpless? Sure. So um, I'm going to give you the abridged version because I could probably talk for 20, 25 minutes on this. Okay. So, um, <laughs> my grandpa graduated from Warner University in the first class in 1972. Wow. So actually, Warner brought my family here before I was even born. Yeah. Um, but I was born and raised Lake Wales, uh, graduated Lake Wales High School. Um, so Warner's always been a part of, of my story. Yeah. Um, and then I got to come back um, after teaching uh, at the high school and middle school level and get to working on my PhD. I got to come back in 2015. I started here teaching. So awesome. Awesome. Um, so now can you just give us a, um, brief overview of what agricultural studies is and, um, what the major consists of? (laughs) A brief overview. <laughs> Agriculture. <laughs> it's, I know, okay. it's you not know you're, very you, brief. Yeah, you, you know you're talking to a professor here who loves yeah. to talk. Um, yeah. I just was supposed to give a one-hour presentation the other day, and I went an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> so, um, a brief overview. Agriculture is an applied science. So, mm-hmm. it's a science of how we grow our food, our fiber, um, our clothing, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so it contains plant sciences because we, you know, we grow and eat plants. Yep. <laughs> Same thing with animals. Mm-hmm. So we have some livestock. Um, and then we have some other areas like um, the, the policies that and laws and business that um, impact agriculture. Um, and also our, some of our more hands-on things like mechanics. Yeah. Our students will do that. So a brief overview, it's um, a very diverse industry and our major consists of um, – you know, a diverse course setting. Um, our students have to take some required courses. Yeah. Like I said, intro to plant science, intro to animal science and some ag mechanics, but then they also um, take a lot of electives too, where they kind of specialize. Yeah. So um, it's, it's, it's a diverse, but they, they get a chance to focus in on areas. Good. Yeah, that's good. Um, so um, just to get an idea of what, students do after they graduate to, with a degree. Um, do you know what some of, let's say your top five alumni, your favorites graduated with the best GPA, whatever, right? Okay. So <laughs> professors aren't supposed to have favorites, wink, wink. Um, but uh, I will say, first of all, one of my favorites is sitting here with us, Abby Crawford. <laughs> she's a graduate of, uh, of our program and she's uh, doing an awesome job here for us at Warner University. Mm-hmm. I'm super proud of uh, the young lady that she's become for sure. Yeah. Oh, thanks, um, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm speaking from the heart here. Um, but some of our alumni that are out in the industry, um, I'm going to try to get a, a swath of when we started to, to now to so yeah. kind of get some different generations of our ag students. Um, one of our very first graduates, Danielle Sprague, she uh, actually left our program with a bachelor's, went and got her master's degree mm. and um, at, from the University of Florida. And now she's actually an extension agent uh, working with our ag producers in, uh, in North Florida. Wow. So she's bridging the gap between the university and the common farmer. So yeah. that's pretty cool. David Dyer, um, one of our early graduates, I think he's from the second class, um, he 
went off, uh, got a master's and a PhD from Auburn University. So wow. he went out and he even got his PhD. So he even has some doctorates um, in our program. And yeah. he's, he works for Corteva AgriScience. He's a mm-hmm. scientist for them. So he's out yeah. doing applied science research. That's cool. Um, absolutely. Really uh, cool. Then we have a lot of people that go into production. So one I want to highlight is um, Tim Quellyar. Uh, he's actually working for Duda, a huge, yeah. uh, you know, produce company and he's working for their uh in their citrus department yeah um and supervises groves for them so big citrus production we got people in strawberry production blueberry you name it yeah um on the government side we have a doug batson he's actually an inspector for the florida department of ag and consumer services so we've got some people working in the government yeah um bristol wells is another alumni of ours that really have, has went out there and achieved she's She's risen really quickly in Highlands Ag Solutions, mm-hmm. and she's in charge of – she's the director of marketing and customer experience for Highlands Ag. So wow. that's really big. Then um, another alumni we had – I know you said five. I'm going to go about seven. Yeah, that's, that's okay. all right. Yeah, um, Another alumni is, is Derek Beatty. He um, he works for Purina, mm-hmm. and so animal feed yeah. salesman um, is doing an awesome job and also started his own ranch on the side. So, oh, cool. So, yeah. yeah, he's got a little entrepreneurship. Uh, in there too. Yeah. And then um, last one I just want to talk about real brief is Megan Meredith. She, um, she's working on her, about to start her PhD right now. Wow. Um, And so again, we've had, again, everything from production agriculture to the business side of things to higher education. It's, it's been pretty awesome to see. That's, that's something that's really important to me. You know, um, I've I've said this numerous times, but farmers are judged by their crops. Mm -hmm. And for me, my crop is my graduates. Yeah. And I hope, and, and my goal is for them when they leave our department with their education and their practical experiences, they go out there and they make Jesus known in the agriculture industry. Exactly. Exactly. And from all the examples you've given me, it seems like they're doing just that. hundred um, percent. So just to um, kind of talk about how students can get into the program and what's offered for them. Um, are there any scholarship opportunities for students to um take advantage of when coming going into agricultural studies? Sure. Um, we have some private scholarships that are uh, through Warner University, um, through some of our ag groups. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and Abby might be able to touch on a couple of those here in a minute. Um, but also... Uh, <clears throat> We the Gold Seal Vocational with Bright Futures. That's that's a Bright Future scholarship. Yep. Um, our degree is is considered that, so they can apply that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, various. I know the state FFA officers and the state uh, junior cattlemen association officers. We give them pretty nice scholarships as well. But yeah. a couple of those private industry ones, maybe Abby can touch on. Yeah. yeah, so those would be coming from our local Cattlemen's Association and Cattle Women's, um, as well as National FFA and Florida FFA um, are good supporters of our students and often offer scholarships. We also have um, like Highlands County Soil and Water Conservation. Um, and they're one from Specialty Crop, Florida Specialty Crop. Yeah, there is. FFBA has scholarships. So we have a lot of, we're really blessed with so many agricultural uh, organizations and foundations that are constantly reaching out to us asking if we have any students that might need extra funding and we're lucky and we're ha- blessed that we're able to continue that and help our students out even more. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And those are um, 
those are definitely <clears throat> some some things that students should take advantage of. Oh, absolutely. 100%. We send them out to the students as soon as I get them or as soon as Mr. Sharpless gets them. Um, I would say on average, we get six to $9,000 a year. Wow. Um, that can be three in the fall, the rest in spring. It kind of mm-hmm. just depends on when their budgets are. Yeah. Um, but on average, I at least have three in the fall, three in the spring, and then three between the uh, spring, summer, and winter. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so starting to talk about um, opportunities, like I said before, um, what internships have students done like going towards the end of you know their time here at Warner? Oh wow, that's a <laughs> large that's, question. Well, yeah. it's just we've we've had students in so many different areas, but I'm mm-hmm. just going to try to narrow it down by type of internship. Okay, yeah. I think it's the best thing for me to do rather than start rambling off a bunch of of names of companies because I'll forget one and then I'll be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, we've had students in production, whether that's citrus, cattle, blueberries, tomatoes, mm-hmm. strawberries, you name it, uh, produce or livestock production. Students in sales, that's another mm-hmm. big one. Uh, chemical sales. Uh, animal nutrition, uh, fertilizer, those kind of sales. Yeah. Um, had students intern uh, to become an agriculture teacher. Yeah. That's a big one. I mean, we offer in Florida agriculture grades six through 12. Okay. And so uh, some of our students graduate and they, they become teachers in, in, in the middle of high school classroom. Yeah. Um, we've had interns with veterinarians. That's okay. a big one. Um, when that's whether that student wants to become a veterinarian or not, if they are wanting to be in the livestock industry, that's valuable for them to mm-hmm. know those skills and, yeah. and to get to know the veterinarians. Um, research is another another one we've had. Um, various other institutions have had some of our interns as uh, helping them with their research. Yeah. Um, and then another big one for me uh, is technology and food safety. Kind of kind of combine those two. Yeah. Um, we've had some interns in those areas. I think that's something that's. Uh, one of the fastest growing areas of employment right now in ag okay. is food yeah. safety. I mean, you hear things like the a couple summers ago, the romaine lettuce outbreak. Yeah, Remember that's you couldn't right. have a Caesar salad? Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's like my, it's the only salad I'll eat Caesar. Yeah. Um, but, you know, keeping our food safe and that kind of yeah. stuff. So those are some of the big areas. Again, I, I we could list company mm-hmm. after company, but that would get really long. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would also add, yeah. we have had quite a few do marketing um, yes. communications like that. Yeah. Uh, and that spreads across so many different organizations and parts, different um, commodities within the industry. But, you know, to sum it up, I would say we have a lot that have gone into that side, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Public relations. That kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so getting into honor societies. Right. Is there anything that students can take advantage of with that? Well, there's some honor societies that are offered throughout Warner, um, and those are university-wide. Yeah. I'm not going to get into those. Exactly. But yeah. um, for our mm-hmm. department, we have one called Alpha Zeta. Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, Miss Crawford there was our first president <laughs> yeah. ever of Alpha Zeta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember as a student, but no, um, we do offer that honor society. It's for uh, students in agriculture. Yes. Awesome. Um uh, now we did. You did mention of livestock earlier, right? Um, do we have any livestock on, on campus? Is there plans to to add and I don't know, maybe get some cows over here? Move. <laughs> <laughs> Currently, there are no livestock on campus, mm-hmm. but um, we just got we just sold um, our chicken flock, um, yeah. <laughs> which that's more of an annual thing where mm-hmm. we'll get those in the fall and we'll they'll produce eggs and then we'll sell them 
so that way we're not taking care of them over the summer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it can be a, a little bit of a chore, but um, and we also have a good relationship with Heart, mm-hmm. so it's a really good thing, and we help them out back there with their nutritional needs. Um, but then we also um, a big, a, a really exciting thing is next school year we're going to get cattle awesome. here on campus. So That's awesome. um, yeah, we just we got done last semester um, uh, fencing off the remainder of our pasture. So we're ready to go, ready to get some cattle out here. And it's going to be a really great opportunity for students in our animal science classes to get yeah. some hands-on experience. Definitely. Um, yes. You know, we're not going to have a large herd. It's going to be a teaching herd, but mm-hmm. it's something that, uh, that it's the point of it is to simulate real life experiences yes. in a more controlled setting. Mm-hmm. So. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and um, you mentioned uh, a whole lot, um, of different internships and different paths that students have chosen. Um, but what do you think are um, the most popular career options when students finish with this degree? Well, it's kind of like asking a business department, what's the most popular option? Because it's so diverse. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. I, I, we can try to highlight, and, and Abby, me and you can bounce off each other on this one, but mm-hmm. um, I've had here recently, I've had quite a few students start becoming middle and high school ag Mm -hmm. teachers, Mm -hmm. which I think is really awesome. Um, We've also had uh, quite a bit of students go into that production side, you know, whether that's in the harvesting, being in charge of harvesting crews or actually going out there doing the spraying, um, you know, just production in general. Um, I see those are two big ones. Uh, And I would say the the sales end of it is another big Mm -hmm. one um, that we've had students go into. Uh, and there's there's others like I said it's, there's so many things I can yeah, say here. Definitely. Abby, is there any other big ones that you might see? I, you kind of hit the nail on the head with all of those. I think just what's really great about the program is that it's so there's so many options and the opportunities are endless with students. So I think that's really neat that it's not so simple that okay as soon as I graduate I'm going to go on to do this and just like everybody else like you can kind of make your own path yeah, with definitely. a degree um, I think that's something that's really special you know we have students that have gone into research we've had them go into like uh, Mr. Sharpless said with the sales and um, production and even just production alone that could be production of strawberries blueberries citrus cattle anything like that mm-hmm. so and I think that's really neat but yeah. they can one do thing all I, that one thing I think to point out though with that is is our in, my internships and employment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of our students, they are employed straight from their internship mm-hmm. wow. because, yes. because yeah. they're getting the, the skills and the knowledge they need from our classes and their internships. Yeah. They're the, the companies is such a demand right now in the ag mm-hmm. industry. The companies are saying, why don't you, why don't we just find a spot for you? Yeah. Just company? stay right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you stay and right I've here. seen yeah. a lot of them will work with the students. Obviously summer internships are huge. Um, and that's when most of our students do it because you don't have class. Yeah. And many of them, one of my close friends that I graduated with, he did a summer internship with an amazing company and they asked him, when do you graduate? And, you know, he told them the dates and stuff and they're like, okay, well let's just keep you working. And, you know, they made it work for his schedule at that time. And as soon as he graduated, they were transitioning him into larger roles. Wow. Um, Cause you know, if you, it, with your work ethic and I don't, I, I think it's just something with our ag kids, whether it's the, what they learn in FFA or in 4-H, but their work ethic is so strong compared to some other, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, young adults their age. Um, And I think that speaks volumes being that we have such a high employment rate. Yeah. Well, I I teach them in the class in the very first class they take with me. Mm -hmm. I say the Florida ag industry is like a small Baptist church. (laughs) Everyone (laughs) knows each other's business. Mm -hmm. I've even had, this is the crazy thing. I even had competitors 
tell people like, okay, I don't have a spot for this person in my company. They're good. You need to hire them. Yeah. yeah. Like what other industry does that? Yeah. Like Disney, yeah. Disney's not calling Universal saying, hey, you need to hire my intern. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I'll awesome. also say we teach our kids that you don't have a second chance to make a first impression. Mm. And I think that's something really strong. You know, they'll do mock interviews and they build their resumes. Their first class that they take in the ag department, they literally build their resume with us and their yeah. cover letter and thank you notes. And then their last class, they submit their final resume. And just to see from their very first resume that they created yeah. to four years later where it's at, um, it's one of my favorite parts. That's great. And that's, that's such a great tool. Mm-hmm. Such a great tool. Oh, yeah. It's crazy you, I, you you know i guess maybe it's just from ffa but i felt like oh everybody does a resume and then i went into class and i'm like everybody doesn't do a resume no. okay so it, <laughs> it's fun to learn and you yeah. know to help one another with them as well well and we Definitely. require them to do so many internships each mm-hmm. one of those internships is a spot on their resume so yeah. we're literally helping them build their resume yeah. exactly throughout the exactly. course of their time here for sure and i think that's that's so important mm-hmm. because you you do not find <laughs> you don't find programs that do that. Some no, of them sit no. you in a classroom. This is what you need to learn. Yeah. And then it's like black and blue, black yeah. and white. Exactly. We, um, I think the mock interview is great too, because it really helps them to, you know, pretend like they're going in for a true real life interview yeah. and taking that feedback that they receive afterwards and implementing it. Um, what to wear, what to, what to say, what not to say, how to mm-hmm. act, how to, you know, emphasize things and yes. use your voice. Um, all of that plays such a big role into their success later on in the future. And I love that they kind of get to experience that firsthand right away. Definitely. Semester. And we kind of already <laughs> talked about it, but um, what what is something else that you think sets Warner's um, agriculture program aside from other universities and other programs? Oh, I know, but I'll let Sharples go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have three main things. That, okay. I, that I say normally when students, when the student or recruit asks me, Hey, what makes Warner different? Number one. And to me, the most important thing is we're in a Christian environment here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So people of faith can feel comfortable being themselves and they learn and it's, we're unapologetic about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, in my classes, like I even, I, we incorporate biblical teaching into my ag class. It's not like it's, well, there's Bible class over here and mm-hmm. there's ag class over here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's integrated. Yes. So to me, and being a man of faith myself, like that is critical. That's the number one. But then also two other things I think that sets our program apart is the second point being a diversified curriculum. Mm-hmm. Students are forced to be in, <laughs> I mean, forced is they're required yeah. to be in different types of classes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they can't just say, oh, I only want to take classes about animals. Well, no, because guess what? What they think might be their career path now yeah. <laughs> and when they graduate what their actual <laughs> career path is. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you, I just met with an alumni uh, Tuesday, so a mm-hmm. couple days ago, who that alumni said, I'm going to be a veterinarian. I know 100% I'm going to be a veterinarian. Now she works for a company that does food safety audits wow. <laughs> and produce. Yeah. So tell me that. And she's um, the environmental scientist. <laughs> yes. And she's amazing, doing an yeah. amazing mm-hmm. job. Um, but if she, she wasn't required to take those classes, she would have never been introduced to that career field. Yeah. And I would say the last thing, and to me, the most important thing, are <clears throat> not the most important thing, sorry, the, the faith-based one is, but another another pretty important thing is that we require our students to start getting industry experience from the beginning of their program. Yeah. You know, a lot of places you go and your senior year, you have to take an inter- internship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, 
as early as, I mean, we have some students as freshmen are taking the uh, uh, internships, but wow. at the latest by their sophomore year. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the one ones we're having to drag kicking and screaming, Yeah, you know, but, but they're out there in the industry getting experience and they graduate with over 500 hours wow. of mm-hmm. in the field experience. And it's, wow. and it's something that we are, we, we value because that's what the industry told us. I mean, when we, when the program was started, the industry said they wanted, <clears throat> if they wanted to go get someone who was an expert in a specific field, there were other places they could go and get them that learn had a lot of the, in the lab learning, mm-hmm. which we do labs. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But if they wanted someone that went out there and got a lot of industry experience already, they don't have to train. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to do some training, but not the in-depth stuff they have to do. So other graduates, but also one that has, has learned a little bit, about a lot of different areas mm-hmm. because someone who owns cattle might also have citrus might yeah. also, you know, and you have to be flexible. Yes. That's the one thing about ag industry is, uh, we, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a very flexible thing. Right. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, and yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna say, don't go to the next question. I want my part. <laughs> but I would say that whenever I'm talking to students and just using my experience as a student is the relationships. I'm a big relationship person mm-hmm. and, I love that our campus across campus where we have smaller class sizes. Um, but one thing specific about the ag department is I had a good friend, the one that Sharpless was just talking about that um, is in food safety. She was in a really, really bad accident um, sophomore year. And she was a little bit older than I was. So she was set to graduate fairly early. Mm-hmm. because of dual enrollment and stuff. And she was in a class that um, was only offered at night. It was once a week, three hours at a time. And um, at that time, it was only offered that one specific semester. And it yeah. was going to mess up her graduation um, progress and her time and stuff if she couldn't finish it. Well, she was in the hospital for so long and then had to do um, physical therapy afterwards that she wasn't able, she had to move a lot of her classes to online. Well, you can't necessarily move this class to online. So our professor would teach the class on one night for three hours and then go to her and go to her house and load up his car with all the tools and would go in their living room and in their garage and work with her and do all the projects that she needed to so that she was still getting the class. And he just took, literally took the class to her and it had, I mean, tools and everything. You you will never find another school that will do that, that will uh, drive an hour, another hour out of his way yeah. after he's already, he's already done it once and then go do it with her. And, you know, that's like so much work that you're having to load up all the, you know, the saws and everything like that and taking them. I just think that speaks volume for yes. the type of, it's not just, Oh, okay. Number 52 is in class today. Like, no, they care about your name, who you are, your family. What can they pray for with you? Like, it's just so, so relational. And, um, and I feel like sometimes students come to college and kind of lose their way because there's no one there with them, like mm-hmm. monitoring, I don't want to say monitoring, but, but just watching them and caring for their grades yes. and stuff. And, um, and I think that's where some students at other schools kind of lose their way. And I don't know what I want to do anymore. They come in full force and ready to go. And then as to over time, they kind of, Oh, maybe I might not do this, but at Warner, the professors are there along working alongside of you. And I think that's what sets us aside is that we're, we're just so one-on-one and very, very intentional with our students. Yeah. Yeah. I've prayed with students over things that man just made me cry. And I've also 
had some come to Jesus meetings with ones that needed those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were not, they were slacking and they need, and, and I knew they could do better. Yeah. It wasn't a ability. It was an effort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have a thing, a chair that in my office that was just honestly for decor and they've all deemed it the therapy chair. And <laughs> I got, I actually had a different one. And when I got rid of the first one, they all came in like the miss part of my soul was in that chair. What'd you do? I'm like, oh my stars. So it's fun. I, I love the relationships that I have with all of them. Definitely. And I can attest to that about Warner period. That's, mm-hmm. that's Warner in, in, in a nutshell. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. hundred percent. Um, so now talking about some of some courses, right? Um, what are some of your favorite courses to instruct that you enjoy the most? So I'm not the plant scientist of the group. I'm not the animal scientist of the group. We have amazing professors that do those classes. Mm -hmm. um, And those are some great ones, but I'm the social scientist of the group. So I teach agribusiness. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm in charge of our internship program, which is very fulfilling for me because I see students um, going out there, making, making their name known in the ag industry and um, really developing professionally. Um, Another one, I say two that are probably my tops are ag policy. So a lot of students take that class and they're like, Oh, I got to learn about laws and stuff. Like it can be super boring, <laughs> yeah. but I try to make it fun. Um, I bring in guest speakers a lot in that class because yeah. I, I can teach about, and I do teach about quite a bit, but I like to bring in guest speakers that are living it. Yeah. Right. So yeah. would they rather learn about labor policy from me? who is a professor or a guy who, who hires a bunch of H2A workers mm-hmm. that has to deal with the paperwork and the regulations. Yeah. Um, I really also, and hopefully, hopefully the, the capital will be opened back up because I take the students up to Tallahassee yeah. to meet with legislators that are wow. in, on, on the, in the ground, uh, you know, on the front lines doing ag policy. Yeah. Um, I really hope that cause that's one of my favorite field trips, but then uh, I would say a class that really, um, I really enjoy teaching. It was the first time I ever taught it was this past spring. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, methods of teaching agriculture because I have a passion. My wife's a, a middle school ag teacher. I'm a former middle and high school ag teacher. My dad, my mom, my mother-in-law are all teachers. So, um, and the FFA ma- made a huge impact on my life yeah. um, as a youth organization. So, um, I really am passionate about teaching possibly our future generations of, of middle and high school ag teachers. Yeah. Um, so, those are probably my favorites. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Abby. What was, your, need, what was your favorite? Well, What's your favorite? I was gonna say, well, um, I would definitely also add to um, ag policy as one of them. It's just a really great way to meet the people that are sp- speaking for your industry and share yeah. your stories with them. Um, so that would have been my top one. I am very jealous that I didn't get to the methods of teaching agriculture, um, but I loved intro to ag and then both of my intro to animal and plant sciences because I wasn't really into plants as much, but mm-hmm. the course really got me. I, you know, you just realize, okay, if I'm going to do one, I need to understand the other as yeah. well because it's such a, they all, they all go together. Agri- yeah. It all intertwines. Mm-hmm. So if you're a cattle rancher, you're a grass farmer. You know, so yeah. your nutrients and your soil and all. And Definitely. I enjoyed all those. Yeah. Um, so now getting into some compliments to the degree. And we've we've mentioned a lot about um, 
the business side and the science side, um, what minors do you think most complement the agricultural studies degree? Well, before I do that, I want to make a quick plug. We have we just have an ag minor that was just developed Woo-woo. this past spring. So <laughs> there we go. Any students that are in other majors that might want to learn more about ag, uh, we can do an ag minor yeah. now. But um, as far as our our major, our bachelor's degree, um, our bachelor's of science in agricultural studies, I'm yep. super excited about that. Yeah. Um, but I would say our most popular is business administration. Okay. Um, learning about the business side to then also applying that in the ag industry. Mm-hmm. But I would say communication is also a really okay. um, popular minor mm-hmm. as well. Um, I've had students minor in education. I've also had students minor in social work. Um, and I even had one that was minoring in ministry at one point. So, mm-hmm. But I, I would say the most po- most popular one, top two, would be number one, business, and number two, communications. Awesome. So now as we come to a close, I want to ask you both, what is one thing? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. You saw my face. <laughs> what is um, one piece of advice that you would give um, these incoming ad students as they're starting their first year? Ooh, be involved. Be mm. involved. Join all the clubs. We have a collegiate farm bureau, cattlemen's and FFA. Be involved. This industry is a networking industry. Mm. You, especially if you didn't grow up in agriculture, you have got to create a name for yourself and getting involved um, or don't create a name, build a name for yourself. Uh, but getting involved and just going to all the farm tours, speaking to all the all the people and stopping people in the grocery store, just learning how to network and talk mm-hmm. is going to help you so, so, so much in life. Yeah, That's my biggest tip. Definitely. Well, I would. Abby stole mine, so I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna do That's mine. why I went first. <laughs> yeah. She jumped on that one. Yeah. I, I, I will. Uh, I will say the second one uh, is be open minded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think a lot of times students come here and they know. Okay, I'm going back. Some of them come from an ag background. They say, "I'm going back to the family farm. This is what I'm going to do." Mm-hmm. Or they or they come in. and They say, "I know. I want to do X, Y, and Z." For example, our friend who said that she was mm-hmm. going to be a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, like they come in. They, I'm, I want to do this. Be open-minded. Um, I, I find job opportunities because um, one of the things I do is I send out – when I find out about jobs, I send it to our alumni. I send it to our graduating seniors like yeah. so they know. But a lot of times either s- current students or or graduates, they, lo- they lose out on opportunities because mm-hmm. they become closed-minded. I, I have to live in this specific place or yeah. I have to – be in this specific part of the industry where they could really thrive in other areas. So mm-hmm. be open-minded, take different types of classes. Don't, you know, you can specialize um, once you figure out, you know, kind of what your passion is, yeah. but be open to other opportunities. Definitely. I'll also say, don't be afraid to go off the family farm for a little bit and find new ways to do things. Mm-hmm. Um I have a friend who did every single internship with her father at their family business. And now she's like really regretting it because she Mm -hmm. doesn't have as much exposure to other things. I mean, she it's taken her time after college to build that and she's gotten some, a lot of it, but that's her biggest regret. And something that she always tells me to tell people is to Mm -hmm. listen when Mr. Sharples tells you not to do it at a family business (laughs) and don't just do it because it's easy. Make something else work into your schedule so that you can learn outside of mom and dad and nanny and papa. Yeah. Well, I mean, your family's sending you to college 
Right. So you can go back and do it. Even if you go back, you can, you can do it better. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so yeah. why not go and learn other things? Like Use this I, time. Yeah. I, I tell people like the internship is a perfect excuse to take a risk. Yes. Mm-hmm. Take yes. a risk. Go out there and do something that you wouldn't normally do because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's 45 it's, hours. Yeah. If it's awful. I did one. (laughs) (laughs) Hour 44. I was like, Lord, please. (laughs) You know, and I I reiterate this with students. It's just as important. If you have a list of jobs that you're thinking about to strike one off the Mm -hmm. list as it is to circle one. Yes. Having a terrible experience can be so educational. Uh Mm -hmm. And and it's not like, like having a terrible experience. It's not like the working conditions are like terrible. It's just that you're not passionate about it. You don't mm-hmm. want to do it. Yeah. So guess what? It's better to do that than take a your first job doing that. Yeah. And that's when yeah. you find out about it, right? Yeah. When you're Definitely. living off that paycheck or you're, you know, when yeah. you need it. And you don't have a choice. Right. Yeah. When you exactly. love your job, you never really work. And mm. if you wait until after graduating to find out that, <laughs> oh, maybe I should have done this in my internship and you're miserable, it's, it's not, life will never be fun. Yeah. You're never really living. Yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Thank I appreciate you. it. We have one last thing. <laughs> Abby grinning. knows what it is. <laughs> have you seen Shrek 3? It's been a while. It's been a while. Do you remember the scene where Shrek is at the birthday party and he's running around doing whatever and there's a little kid with a bob and uh, a lollipop and he says, do the roar. No, I don't remember that. No. Sorry. Well, you're about to. <laughs> you're about to. <laughs> so you got to do the roar. So I have to roar? Yes, sir. Every every okay. person that's been on so far has done it. Yes. I'm going to try to make my son proud. My Lion King loving son proud. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> roar. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yes. Abby. That was awesome. It was good. I even got it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's going to live in infamy. Yeah, that is all right. Thank you guys for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Um, and for our listeners, thank you for listening. Um, you can find this podcast anywhere. You can stream podcasts, Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, um, audiobooks, all that stuff. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Peace out.